Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of The Money Mitch Effect. I'm your host, Mitch Michaels. Great show playing for you today. Got a lot of special guests to ring in the Australian Open the start of the tennis season. To be completely honest, I've had a blast on this show. I'm glad you're listening. Brett Connors, George Pinozian for part two of our little mini-series on this Australian Open. The semifinals are set. Will Federer win major number 20? What happened to Nadal with his injury? The women's game is in flux. Will help when a major is curved back? All that and more. It's the Money Mitch Effect Tennis Edition. Let's start the show. All right, Money Mitch Effect. I'm not going to tell you guys out there listening what time we're recording this at, but part two, our second installment of the 2018 Australian Open podcast. Brett Connors, George Pinozian, in studio, late night. What's up, fellas? Yeah, how money? Money. We're all good. Money. We're good. We're good. And the semifinals were all but set. Better is playing Burdish right now, and he's down, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. But. Every other semifinal is set, men's and women's, and um, it's been interesting. This, depending on what happens with Federer, could be the first major since the French in 2004 that no member of the Big Four is in the semifinal. The women's side has uh, some familiar faces, some new faces. I'll start with this. Guys, what's kind of caught your eye about this tournament, Brett, on either side of the draw? What's stood out so far? Uh, let's see. I guess it'd have to be the upsets. For the men, it's kind of surprising who's in the uh, in the semi so far, with Chung, the young kid, the South Korean, twenty one, I think he is. Yeah, making a run, beating Joker and Zverev on his way to the semi. That's kind of impressive and out of nowhere. Um, you know, the women's side, it's cool to see Kerber playing well. Yeah, that's a big story. I would say injuries too, George. I mean, Nadal going out with with his hip injury retiring in the fifth set of that match against Chilich. Joker not fully looking back, Stan not looking even close to being back. And missing guys like Murray in this tournament, especially on the men's side, I think injuries have been the storyline so far. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was interesting too because Nadal, after his uh, after his lot, after his retirement in the in the post game conference, he was like, apparently he was like slamming like the tennis tour, saying that like they have to make some changes and that it's like. It's just it's becoming too grueling for for the players. Like, that's what he said. Yeah, like, he was basically. He did say that. that. <laughs> he was like, "There's too many players that are getting injured because they're playing too much." Let me. Let me. I to, think it's like. To be fair, I mean, though, the guy's 30 right. years old now. Like he, he hasn't played since November. Yeah. yeah, there's gonna be some injuries popping up. You know, to like, be it's normal. Yeah. At age, you know, to like, be I'm 31, my knee hurts. I woke up with my knee hurt. I know. Chilich looked all right. You got here. You're fine. You're jumping around. You're fine. Didn't seem to bother Chilich. It didn't. Um, and to be fair to Rafa, he did say that before the tournament. It's not just a self-serving like well, other injury thing. Well, players have yeah. also said it in the past too, and it, it's tough. I mean, this tournament, this season. tournament, you're playing in a lot of the in, in a lot of players playing during the daytime in 100 degree heat. The first real tournament for Nadal, the first time he stepped on a court to have to come back in. I, I don't think it's realistic at times to expect guys to just roll in and do what Fed did and just walk onto the court and win. And win. So. Well, well, you just have to start being selective with your That's exactly. And not care mm-hmm. about the rankings. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Fed's going to Fed's going to get back to number one. Like if he wins this tournament, and he's, he's playing seventeen tournaments a year. If he wins yeah. this tournament, he's one. He's, right. he's like two hundred points behind Nadal, so he's right there. So Nadal could do that, but Nadal so, is, wants yeah. to be number one. He's chasing points and he's trying to win titles, I guess. So it's yeah. just the way you go about it. 
you can't so, cater the whole tour to how you want to play when other people are doing it, you know. I'll tell you another storyline of this before we get into the individual matchups and what went down to get to the semis. It's two things I've noticed are mental toughness or lack thereof. Certain players that have won, maybe beating better players on both the men's and the women's draw. But also just not really reacting at times to a plan B. A counter puncher has won a lot of big matches. Some have been upsets where we think these players with great A games are going to win. Then something throws them off their rhythm and they can't you know, react. And Madison Keys today getting destroyed by Kerber. You can throw Pliskova against Halp in there. And then, obviously, Dimitrov losing to Edmund were the ones that stood out where they didn't exactly show the mental toughness you would expect a top five, top six player in the world to show. Yeah, it's weird, man. There's, like, you keep waiting for this, like, next group of people in their, like, mid-20s, early-20s to start kind of coming on. It's not happening. And it's, like, Dimitrov, like, this is his time, dude. 25. 25, in his prime. He's got every weapon. He can move. He can hit it hard on both sides. You know, he's got a decent serve. Incredible things. And somehow, you know, wins some of the big matches, beats Kyrgios. And then loses to Edmund. He just should not lose to Edmund, man. Like, Edmund's a good story, and he's a really good player. I get it. But Dimitrov looks like he has top two talent. Is it a level of playing to the level of your competition thing with him? Because we saw him almost lose to Mackenzie McDonald. Yeah. 8-6 in the fifth set there. But he beats Kyrgios, who is playing as good as anyone outside of probably Federer and Nadal. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's... Well, you saw... It is that. But, I mean, if you think about it, like... A 25-year-old is not like this super mature guy. It's not. Yeah. But I mean, obviously somebody in the tennis world that has been playing for a long time, and 25 is slightly experienced if you're playing already for yeah. like eight years. Yeah, and it's like, probably been on tour eight years. You've already suffered a lot of losses. That you're paying for sure. And like, if you're, and the game has, I mean, the he era. He still has time to like. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that. To turn it around, but it, it was such an embarrassing like loss. But now they're starting to be like missed opportunities. In the oh, past, yeah. it was like Joker's here, Stan's here. Yeah. Now like these guys are not in the tournament. Murray's missing. So now all you have to do is beat Kyle Edmund to get back to a semi with Nadal, who you almost beat last year down here, and you just you, you hit 50 airs in the net. You know what I mean? It's like he doesn't believe in himself. He would have been in the final if he won that match. I mean, well, Chilich would have been tough. Chilich, And I want to give I want to give Chilich credit. I know Nadal retired uh, from that match in the fifth set, but through three sets of that match, and he was down 2-1. I think he had something like 61 winners oh. and was the second set down a break. Set and a break to Nadal. I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but I don't think many people have come back in that situation outside of the top players. He has that call, the, the time violation call, and he immediately just yeah. holds, breaks, you know, holds, yeah, again. holds again. I think Chilich is playing at a level... I don't know that he'll ever get to that 2014 US Open level, but this is as close as we've ever seen since. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, he played good last night. He played yeah. good against Nadal. He might have won that even if Nadal stayed at 100%. Oh, yeah, very fair, because the yeah. third set that he lost, probably should have won. Yeah, he could have won that. So it's very fair to think he, he would have won that. He missed that one forehand long yeah. in the tiebreak. But that's a, kind of Chilich's game. He just, I feel like he's never consistent for like an entire year. It's just kind of like spurts. He like is a mentally tough. I mean, we to, to be bashing, yeah, to be bashing guys like streaky. Streaky, yeah, very streaky. Servers like, are usually streaky. Dimitrov and Kyrgios not showing the most mental toughness. Kyrgios, or uh, Chilich is kind of mentally tough. We've seen him make runs before. 
uh, to get to the final to win a major, a couple semis. So Wendy. Well, that's well, it's funny because was he injured there? The, I, we don't know what the full story was. I don't. Yeah, but if you're injured, yeah. no need to cry. Probably it was yeah. like some sort of nervous breakdown. It's weird because he held it together through the open in 14, like just blasting right. everyone away. His serve let me, so let good. me frame it differently. If Dimitrov loses the third set like he did, if Kyrgios loses the third set like that, is there any chance that they beat Nadal? No, no. I mean, probably so not. It just or they probably go out in four. I was really out. impressed by the way yeah. Chilich played. He could he could win this that whole time thing. Violation? Yeah, cursing in Croatian because he can beat Ed. (laughs) (laughs) He can beat Edmund for sure, and then he he's beaten Fed and Slam before, and he can probably definitely beat Burdick. Yeah. So, we'll we'll see what happens um, with the men's side. Money, Mitch Effect, George Spinozzi, and Brett Connors. There is still a lot to be discussed. Mm -hmm. Let's let's talk a little bit about the women's game because. It's been an interesting year uh, for women's tennis account of the last 12 months or so. And it looks like we're going to have a new face to, you know, six straight, the, the six big tournaments last year, four majors and the year in the, I should say five and the year in number one, we're all won by five different people. George, Simona Halp is still searching for her first major. She goes to the semis. Kerber seems like she's back. That's a, a big semifinal matchup. And on the other side, it's Wozniacki versus Mertens, who is I think 22 from Belgium. We always figured there'd be one player on the women's side that surprises us. In this tournament, I guess it's Mertens. Have you liked what you've seen from her? I mean, I think her game has, she gets to the net, she looks like she plays a lot of doubles. I I haven't really seen her play too much this tournament. Looks like a doubles player to me, and I don't say that completely disrespectful, but she gets to the net, she doesn't make a lot of errors, and against Fidelina, she played a clean match. Fidelina looked terrible. That was the most disappointing women's match of the tournament. But that's to probably me. the hardest opponent that she's been, right? This tournament. Spitalina. She did have a cakewalk, I, I think. Alertova was the round of the fourth round, so yeah. yeah, it wasn't. But you know what I mean. Spitalina's yeah. like the fourth seed. She's winning all these small tournaments, and everyone's waiting for her to kind of like make a final. Oh, in four in quarters, major. Oh, in three or semi, four. Yeah, she's she's, she's never gotten to a semi. Yeah. She's always lost this quarterfinal round. Because I want to like Spitalina. I like the way she plays. Yeah, she and like, hard, but yeah. like, whoa, she looked. Bad. That wasn't all Mertens. That was no. Like, that was a lot of Svitolina just being flat. I like how I think this is Halep's time. Though. I would agree with you, but Kerber. That's that's well, the I one mean, thing. Like the, it, last year, Kerber wasn't Kerber that semi-final in that Open. Was the final, yeah, I think Kerber versus Halep. Yeah, because was because Kerber is Kerber Kerber is hitting both players off the court if it's a final or should be hitting both players off the court with her power. And I would even say Halep would too, but. That's the thing, though. I'm never watching a women's tennis match. You know how many times we've star. (laughs) Like back. I think though. Grand slams with like a random. I think she's gonna beat Wozniacki though. Like that. She could. Wozniacki seems to lose a lot of big matches where you think she's gonna win. And a lot of miles on her this tournament. Yeah. Going, having to save match points against somebody in the second round of the names escaping. You're right three now. sets last night. And then going three sets against Suarez Navarro, a match where she's you know bagel in the first set. Yeah, you got to get off the court. That's part of it in this game. The only too. thing that makes me think Halep. I mean, I like Kerber. That's who I picked before the tournament. But uh, Kerber handled Keys and Sharapova like they were nothing. And those are both power players. That undersells it. Like they were yeah. nothing. Like Keys, fifty-one minutes. Yeah, uh, and Sharapova. I mean, that was. But then she had. But she had problems with the the Taipei player. Who was it that she played? In uh, yeah, yeah. Say Shui. And so she's more like a little defensive and like you know can track down balls, funky player, and that's more on Halep's side. So Halep has a shot there. I think Kerber's playing better, 
And Wazzy should down, make another final. She can't fall down three love, though. <laughs> Help's not coming back like she did against Pliskova. Well, Wazzy could be number one in the world if Halep loses next round. And Wazzy gets, gets to the final, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> back to number one. Another See, that, player without that, a major to get to number one. That just shows. That kind of just shows that... Help like could win though, black. but we haven't seen it before. The rankings are so out of. Black. I feel like on both sides. I feel like every one of them can win except for for Bert Mertens. Ah. <laughs> Burtons or Mertens? Mertens. Mertens. I'm sorry. There's, there's a Burton. <laughs> I don't think she's gonna win. I think it, you know, obviously Halep and Kerber can win, and Wazi should be able to win theoretically. Yeah. I don't think Mertens can win. Beat Wazi and and then the winner of the yeah. other one. Well, That's asking a lot. I think just saying that we've seen it before from Kerber makes a difference. Like, we know that she could win this tournament and a major and go the distance. We'll and see. I think she played, Halep. she played Halep in a Wimby semi, yeah, I think, a couple years ago. Years ago. Yeah. yeah, and got her. Yeah. But that we'll was grass. So. We'll see. Pusco didn't really show us a lot today, though. It's unfortunate. Lost Two aces. 12 of the last 14 games she lost. Yeah, hits 500 aces in a season, but when you get two in a match against the top player, probably not going to win. Uh, but the rest of the women's draw, Americans, I mean, Keys was the only one left, but bad, bad tournament for American tennis in general, but women specifically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Coco, first round, Venus, first round, Sloan, first round. I mean, Venus, I, I give. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that we're going to make any noise. But Sock so- is Well, Sock is the most frustrating because, yeah, because he was the eighth seed right in, a week, in, a, in a weak quarter, weak semi. Edmund got the semi spot. That's, I mean, Sock, like well, you said, guys have to love seeing him if you draw a seed and get oh, yeah. to him, Sock. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, all that talk in the offseason of he's now in a top eight because he made London last year. That was like kind of a little bit of fool's gold, man. He made yeah. like a run in Paris and beat nobody and to win that tournament. Desco and then a qualifier. Yeah, a final. guy that you haven't heard from since and might not again. It was, yeah, I, Jack Sock just doesn't seem to have it in best of five. I keep saying it. It, it keeps looking like... He's just not built for best of five, and maybe the heat conditions in Australia, being that he's not exactly a physical. Yeah, but specimen. if he knows that, he should. He's got to work on his fitness. I mean, but that, that's the thing. Five times harder. He's twenty five. Like he can't be keep going. Like the heat surprised him. Yeah. Like you know, like dude, he's been here eight or nine times probably now. Like it was disappointing <laughs> for sure. Um, I do. It's I do want to tennis right now. I, it was he made a run, a beating team. Fun. That's another bad loss for another. That, top yeah, that's guy. what I was gonna say. Demi and team were terrible, terrible losses. A lot of bad losses. Zverev <laughs> throw top, him in there top too. Five guys. Zverev's another one. I know he lost to Chung, but yeah, that well with every day that gets a little like that doesn't seem as bad. Right, Chung's but, playing so good. But, but, but let me ask you guys this: for all when you lose a set like you did, even if it's Federer, peak Federer, he gets bageled and looks terrible, like wilted down the stretch. Blew a 2-1 lead, too. Yeah. And we had this conversation before we went on the, for the pre, pre-tournament show. When is Vera, when are we going to have to start asking ourselves if this guy's choking in slams? And he yeah. didn't even get to Djokovic. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those storylines that, like, will be there until all of a sudden it's not. Because eventually he's got so much game, he's going to, like, break, make through and make a semi. But what's the number you tossed out there, George, during he said the tournament? The end of this year. Hasn't beaten anybody in the top yeah. 40 in a major? Top in, 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 in his in career. The, in his career. He hasn't beaten anybody in the top 15 in his career in a major. Wow. That's, like, it, it's that crazy. Like, so right now he's a two out of, he's like a two out of three set player right now. Yeah. He's a really good, yeah. like, yeah. He's a, he you just know. can't seem to figure it out in the best of fun. Yeah. Well, and there it is. He gets to the third round, and then, oh, here's somebody in the top 50. Like in the Chung match, he would have won two sets to one. 
but it's five sets yeah. and he peters out. Yeah. Team's loss was to Sangren, who did play a great match and had a great run in the tournament, but he he put it seems like you know, he had the five set where he'd come from two down against like Dennis Kula. Yeah. He's having to play a lot of tennis. And we talked about how many tournaments he's played and all this, but even his matches, like he hits the ball so hard and so flat at times, but he just can't put sets away. He, his serve has been shaky. He's another guy we have to wonder. Like he's getting up there. Like you gotta, you gotta at least start making runs in this era, especially in the quarterfinals. And he's getting bumped before there. Yeah, I almost think. I mean, Demi's loss is bad, but at least Edmund is like a top twenty-five guy or whatever he is. Yeah, but like for sure, too. Sandgren. I mean, the same. Edmund was like, no, he wasn't seated. So he was like, yeah, I think he was like 37, 38. And by yeah, this tournament, he'll be. He's yeah. been like a young prospect. Yeah. Like he's been talked about. Yeah. yeah. But that's Sanger not. Really made I mean, it's. Yeah. And Sangren hadn't played a five set match before. Yeah. And he failed to qualify for an Australian Open like seven times. Yeah. Like I mean, Demi's loss is bad because Demi is like top four talent right now. Because he beat yeah. a top five talent guy, yeah. Kyrgios, and then immediately played down in the competition. Yeah. Loss. But, but, the, but team team losing to Sangren is a really bad loss. I mean, it's a good story. I like Sangren's story. You know, I haven't heard all the stuff about the social media stuff, so whatever. But mm-hmm. but the the tennis side of it was interesting. It was fun to see an American make a run. But uh, but team, yeah, man, team. If he's gonna be that guy that does well on every surface, he can't he can't lose that he's match. Twenty three, so he's a little bit older. I think he's even maybe older. Yeah, he's a little old, older out of all of the young, young gens like players. So I, I worry that he's a best of three guy. It seems like in these majors, these these all of these young guys. Well, are. winning seven matches, and then you talk about team who just can't. It seems like he can't win a match in straight sets. Like he's always going four and five. That wears you down, even as a young man. I mean, seven straight matches. and if he's going four or five sets like every time, yeah, I don't think it's that though. Because team, I feel like he can, thinks he can play like all day because he plays every tournament, like you say. But Sangren gets up two Especially sets to one. You yeah. know, Kudla two sets to love. Maybe it's he's not starting these matches well. I'd have to watch more, but like it seems like he's always trying to dig himself out of a hole. I mean, it could be the Mladonovic curse. His girlfriend <laughs> hasn't won a match in fifteen matches going back to she July. Wins first round again. They yeah. start dating. It was and boom. Day. He loses to Tennis Sangren. Yeah, the world's changed a lot since Mladonovic last won a singles match. Same with Sloan, though, too. I mean, to Sloan. Up. To Sloan hasn't won a match since she won the U.S. Open. That's like. Mladenovic is worse. She has a little match. I can't. I can't tell if that means that the WTA tour is amazingly deep, or a kiddie pool deep. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the person who won the U.S. Open can't win a match, and the girl who made the quarters at the French can't win a match. Yeah. And it's like, well, Could be, what? Yeah. And then to top it off, she's like telling the me- the pre- the media like not to worry. Yeah. Well, that's that her telling like, herself that. Yeah. yeah like, it, made that, like, oh it was God. too. It was too much. It was guys, definitely we're gonna be okay. Yeah. We're gonna be okay, guys. Yeah. We're gonna have some fun again. Well, then you had that, and you had Coco, who loses her match, and essentially. And essentially has the uh, the sickness after, like Coco couldn't even talk after the match. Yeah, well, because she was sick. Yeah, well, it was weird though because she seemed fine when she was yelling at the umpire for not, them not having bananas on the court. Well, she seemed cool when she was like skydiving like a few days before the tournament started. Like we did a little showed that on on TC uh, Live. Coco, man, that might be even more confusing to me than some of these other players because mm-hmm. she has it in her to beat top players and go on runs. Yeah. But is it a mental kind of, thing? Yeah. Like, is she just in her own head? Yeah. 
it's like she's got she has the game, but she's Power not super consistent. Yeah. Let's be yeah. honest. Like it's hard to talk about someone who can't string together seven matches. Yeah. It's like that her style of game is so like you know hundred you know hundred RPMs you know to the floor, thumping it and hitting it as hard as she can. So if she's off a little bit, boom, she's gone. You know. Uh, well, Same with Keys. Like t- Keys today, Keys sometimes hits it harder than like men do. Well, Keys was like, yeah, and she was killing. She got killed in fifty-one minutes today. today. Can I, was, like, I'll, I'll offer one suggestion, one maybe hypothesis for this. With this, with tennis specifically, maybe it's a case of Styles making fights as Federer breaks back to get on serve. Um, but as Styles making fights, like Keys playing Kerber, that's a nightmare matchup for her. You know, it's I mean, just crazy. Yeah, but no, it's, I, I but it's crazy saying, that but. It, it was in 50 minutes because Kerber doesn't have like a power so, game. You know what I mean? She beats someone in 51 so, minutes, and she's yeah. like a counterpuncher. <laughs> but to answer your previous statement there, George, about um, whether or not Keys will win a major ever, or maybe in the near future, it's basically probably on the luck of the draw. <laughs> like if she avoids players, if players get tripped up, why couldn't she win one? But just she won. yeah. But it's going to take something like that. Like, I don't know if it's like a foregone conclusion, but she has the game. I yeah. keep thinking like, because she, she hits it so hard. Sometimes you're just like, she takes the racket out of the other girl's hand. and like The U.S. Open she, loss, there's no defending that. I mean, to, to lose yeah. the way she did to Sloan. But that's her thing, man. So a lot of these girls are like that. Like, they just go out and they'll just lay an egg, you know. Well, gentlemen, Money Mitch Effect, Brett Connors, and George Pinozian, I want to ask you guys about Novak Djokovic as we move on here in the storylines because he got to the fourth round. Lost, but it wasn't as very of it. was the Chung, the guy that grew up idolizing him, a 21-year-old kid from South Korea. George, what, do you, what did you see from Joker in this tournament? What were you expecting him to do? Did he meet them, go under them? Like, What was the evaluation of Joker after his first tournament back from a lengthy injury with a new haircut? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, haircut looked good, though, I thought. Yeah. Did you see your guy? Your two, your two, the deaf barbers that you go to, literally deaf. Shout out to them. Yeah, you know, um, he should go to them. Yeah, so he maybe can learn some sign language, talk to his coaches while he's playing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he met, he met my the expectations. Uh, Joker looked good. If you think about it, he looked great. Like in his early round matches, and even against Chung, like that was a great match to watch because there was so many good rallies. Um, he did take a few medical timeouts in that Chung match and in the prior matches as well. Like he took a few, so obviously he's not a hundred percent. That's so. that's the one area where I think he looked good. Like his game's still there, maybe not at but the I, all alpha can't level. Be using that as an excuse anymore because well, the older you get, yeah. you have to learn how to play with your injuries. That's that's what it's like. So you can't say I'm hurt and mm-hmm. I'm not winning. Oh no, so no. I'm hurt, I gotta find a way to work around it. Right, I would say that's what would worry me, is that he still didn't look right, healthy. Once. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look that. Even right. in the Vinolinas match before. Yeah, he looks skinny. Yeah, he, he looks super skinny, he lost dude. All the way. I mean, he's always been skinny and in shape, he's but like, now it was like he, when he turned to the side, he, he was like, like pounds, yeah, he's yeah. like small, man. Pounds, but he's like skinny yeah, and I thought it was interesting too that like his wife after he lost to Chung like tweeted, Congratulations, Congratulations Chung. It was a little weird. Yeah, like it was. Like well, I don't well, know. I mean, like, just had another kid, or are going to have another kid? I mean, it's. Like, I understand. Yeah. It's like a great story that Chung won, and it's like the, it I, I get sad. it. But it'd be a little weird if my if it was me what? and my wife was like, okay. "Congratulations, the guy who just <laughs> grinded you into the ground." What like, um? Yeah. What do you think Agassi and Stepanak are adding, if anything, to his game? 
It's a curious coaching pairing. I mean, Agassi makes. I mean, does, I don't know if it makes sense as like a coach, but like, there's definitely stuff he can learn from Agassi. Mentally, like he's and like situationally, Agassi's like you know has a similar kind of game where they're both grinders and they track down a lot of balls, have a good backhand, great return, a lot great return. Court. Yeah, a lot of stuff off the court. <laughs> Stepanek is the. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what. You know he's doing. He might have lost like you know he might have lost because Becker was there sitting in the front row just commentating. I mean I'm sure there's some something that Stepanek brings, but you never know. Like he fired. Remember he like got rid of his old crew. Stepanek could literally be the guy who like books him his tennis court and gets his like rackets restrung for all we know. You know, and he just happens to be a former player, and we're like, oh, there's Stepanek. You know, I'm yeah, I'm curious to see. I mean, there's there's stuff. I mean, Stepanek was a player, and he wasn't awful. Yeah. And you know how it is. A lot of a lot of good coaches are weren't necessarily the best players. So like he could be maybe ends up a being a good coach. Yeah, yeah, it could be I mean, good. That's what it is because since Stepanek played at like a late age and he was just kind yeah. of like, what did you do to like yeah. give me some tips as far as for like how to play like later on? I guess I'm curious to see what his schedule is. We talk about like Roger scheduling to to take care of his body. Nadal's probably going to cut back on some events after this injury this year. What does Novak do? Like, how does he schedule out 2018? Because he doesn't seem like he's going to dive into every single event. He shouldn't. Yeah. I think, no. like, Fed sets a great example for all the players to just kind of be, pick the tournaments you want to play, don't worry too much about the rankings for a while. And he's also like Novak in that stage of his career where it's all about majors. Like, Novak's one year end, he's been number one for a lot of weeks. Like, I don't think yeah. Novak should play until Miami. Indian Wells, huh? Or Indian Wells. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Indian Wells is before my Yeah. So that's or Indian Wells, yeah. So you should take like a month a month a little over a month off, month and a half off. Kind of like I mean he wouldn't play anyway before that, unless he's playing Davis Cup. I think Fed did like did he do like Dubai or something last year? He lost early when that Donskoy beat him. Maybe yeah. like one tune up tournament where you're not even really trying yeah. to win, you're just working out King's. It's weird game. to see because like Joker has the mix of like a lot of stuff going on. He has like new coaches. All the guys who were with him through a lot of success are all of a sudden gone. And now you have two guys who have never like coached anybody to any sort of success. Yeah. Sitting there telling him what to do. And he has like a new clothing contract. He has the stuff with his wife. He's got new shoes. You know, he's got a new diet. He's like skinnier. You're just like, Jesus, dude. Like, you know. Yeah, there's a lot going on. The game's still there though. So for sure. I mean, I, I want him to be back. It feels like the tour is like a little uh, out of balance with him. It seems like, you know what I mean? Like there's there's not like that balance to like Fed and Nadal. Like there needs to be a third guy there to kind of mix it up. I don't know. Chung? I like Chung. <laughs> well, do we man. think he's legit? Like do we think that – I, I yeah. I'll tell you, I, I think watching him beat Novak and I mean today against Sanger and he won in straight sets was quite good but had some down moments. Definitely looks like a guy that will win multiple majors by the time it's all said and done. Mm. But is it now? That's because he is only twenty one. What's the percentage of Chung winning this tournament to you? Um, 20 percent. Yeah, maybe fifteen or 15 20. To twenty. Yeah, because yeah. he'd have to beat. Fed well, it depends. Or if Fed loses, yeah, but it's still it's still less than <laughs> fifty. If Fed, if yeah. Fed loses, it's still less than fifty because you're talking Burdich, a, a seasoned guy. But I think it still goes and up. Then Chilich, if yeah, the Fed's definitely gone. goes up. Um, Chung, I don't know if he's like guaranteed Grand Slams. No, I mean, you can never. Really but know, um, but. I like him a lot. I mean, his game is fun. Think about he's fun. he seems like a cool kid. Like he's a nice kid. So as yeah. as, as 
Yeah, yeah and just like grateful and humble. And he like plays to the crowd. Yeah. I like that as a young guy. That's big, especially as like yeah. a guy. Always outside the life, the tennis world. Right. And just especially as a guy who maybe isn't that well spoken in English yet, he still feels comfortable like playing up to like an Australian English crowd yeah, and all that stuff. Like the crowd's going to be going for him. Yeah. And he as like, uh, I would be even. I don't think there'll be a lot of booing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's like. You should expect like semifinal from him every time now, but I think he's probably you should expect like fourth round. As, um, he should be getting to like fourth rounds of majors now. As our you know guy, I mean? something like that. Speedburner says trunks as well. So yeah, it's a nice <laughs> set of trunks for sure. <laughs> the move, man. He can slide and move, and he's like strong, but he's tall. Like it's a good mix. If I would ask, you, if I if I would ask you, gambling gentlemen, what odds you would have given me that somebody outside this era would have been the next Grand Slam winner from the next gen? Yeah, probably been pretty high, and it still might be Zverev, but it's funny how that was a foregone conclusion that oh, Zverev's the guy. Yeah, and well, team's not really exactly in that next. He's like twenty four now yeah. or something. But then in the last Kyrgios, what, maybe six months. Uh, yeah, I don't, if, does he count? I mean, he's a few years older too. Is he? It's yeah, like he's like twenty one or something. He's like twenty. Twenty two. He, he wasn't eligible for the tournament last year. and oh, all that. Okay, so twenty two or three. Um, but yeah, and then you know he loses. Zverev loses the Korich, another next gen guy in the U.S. Open. Now Chung beats him and. Yeah, yeah it's knows. a weird thing. Like, I think the stuff with Zverev is... Um, no, but he, I mean, Zverev loses to him. I mean, it's more of an indictment on Zverev that... I think the Zverev stuff's interesting because, like, every, everyone talks about he has, like, this five-year plan and they have all this stuff and everything about him seems like they're super calculated behind the scenes, you know? Like, and maybe it's just, like, a little too much pressure on him right now instead of just letting him just kind of play and go out, you know? Like, put, oh, now he should be he's in the kind finals. Of a case too. I mean, look at how he's losing a lot of these matches late, just wilting down the stretch, getting upset yeah. about line calls. I think it's a little bit playing backwards where, like, because he's had success in some smaller tournaments, still big tournaments, but smaller ones, all of a sudden we're like, why aren't you winning slams? Instead of being like, whoa, this guy's like 20. It's kind of the same thing with Kyrgios, though, right? winning big tournaments, okay, the slams are just a foregone yeah. conclusion. They're going to come. Is that similar you know? to Kyrgios, though? They're just like, Yeah, they're like dogging him. You're like, give him a break. In three years, he's going to be the best player in the game, and you're going to be kissing his ass for yeah, an interview. Sure. I feel like there's a little of that with Kyrgios, too, though. Because he's winning. Joker's probably not there. In like three more years, he's going to be. In three Nadal. years, he'll be winning Grand Slams. Okay. Like, Nadal I say. will be retired in two years. Even if he's not, he's not going to be like dominating. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Really? No, I I agree too. I mean, I think we kind of pumped the tires up a little bit early of these guys like Kyrgios and Zverev, and then when they don't win, we just immediately shame them. Where in the middle, we should probably. You know, be appreciating their rise, but I, I do think it's fair to criticize them at times. Like, like Kyrgios was like the third or fourth betting favorite of this tournament going in, and yeah, Demi beat him and tough draw. You know, it yeah. was Songa Shapovalov or Shapovalov was a great early match. I mean, that was a murder. And as then well. Kyrgios had to play Songa, Songa and so, then yeah. Kyrgios played Dimitrov. And yeah, yeah it was all guys who could make a semi. Should have won that match. Yeah, yeah. He really choked that one. Joe Willie really battled deep to win, and I don't know. But now, I mean, depending on what happens in this Fed Burdich match, are we looking at twenty Grand Slam titles for Fed? Like, I don't. What's what's the ceiling? Like, we keep pushing the goalposts further back. How many more majors is this guy gonna win? I mean, it, it depends. It could be five. It's all about like <laughs> if anyone else is gonna challenge him. Was well, anyone gonna challenge him? That's the thing. Like. 
His, his biggest challengers are falling by the wayside like dead bodies. Like Jovic gone. Murray's like might retire oh, with a bad hip. Yeah. Nadal pulls out with a hip. You know, then all the next gen guys can't play more than two out of three. It's almost like he's just like stuck sitting there at the top. Like, well, I'm gonna take another one. Like, oh, what's he yeah, supposed to do? Exactly. What is he supposed to do? Yeah, I, he can't retire until he goes on this crazy losing streak. He can't retire until he starts losing before like lot. the quarters or something. Yeah. You know? Keeping himself in shape is the big thing. But you mentioned the backhand is just the backhand's gotten better, and that's crazy to say. He's playing at forty years old. He won't be losing a lot still. I do one thing. The one, yeah. Well, the one thing that I respect probably the most about this new, the the later stages of the Federer career is how he's conservative with his energy, how he approaches the game. He's not taking unnecessary chances, and. He knows he's smarter than everybody else out there, so he can just mentally break these guys when he plays them. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's always been, like, really good with energy. Like, the way he steps. Like, if you sit and listen to a match when he's playing on the court, his footwork sounds like he's almost, like, tiptoeing around out there, especially compared to the other players. But um, his backhand's the big thing, man. If he had done this, I mean, I know whatever. You can say if, but if he had done this with his backhand, like, 10 years ago, like, the guy might have never lost a match in his career. Like, his backhand is so good coming over the top now. Yeah. It's, like, it's amazing. He barely, he doesn't even have to slice that much. Just When he slices, it's only because it's the best option at that time. It takes a lot to beat him in, in this, I guess, in this ridiculous shot. In this uh, best of five setting, seven tournament. I, I keep coming back to this. Unless you've done it before, and there's not a whole lot of guys that could say that left. You mentioned all of his rivals, the guys that have beaten him and won majors. For a kid like Chung who would play him next round if he wins, or even a guy like Zverev or Kyrgios, like you haven't done it yet. You're playing the master, the maestro out there. It's a, it's a tough hill to overcome. Well, I mean, I think like it's we're so used to Federer winning, like instead of us like being in awe of what he's doing at the age of 37. 36, it'll be 37 yeah. this year. Which is like pretty remar- remarkable. It's like it's also like you know in other sports when you see older guys like continue like with like Brady or something. Brady, like it, it's you gotta respect them for what they're doing and especially doing it against younger guys who are up and coming, and talented and hungry, and to still keep that motivation and that drive and to continue on doing it. Right, and I see what you're saying time. because it's now we get to the point where we're bashing. Like, yeah. Over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should be like. But we're also yeah we want something fresh hungry for something new but and we're and we're we're getting to the point where we still respect it even if we're not saying it but we're now we're like why aren't these other guys picking up their share like obviously if any of us were in that position we would still be winning as much as we could possibly win but we're looking at it from the other side like come on guys like well that's the crazy part to me is like every other generation of tennis players has had like a younger group come up yeah. so much earlier than this group has had. Yeah. Fed is 36, Nadal, Joker, and Murray are all like 31 or 2 or whatever, and there's not even anyone Borg close. To, Borg to McEnroe to Lendl. Yeah, to Lendl to like just get on and on. Combs, Sampras, Sampras yeah. yeah. All those guys, and then Fed this pushing is, them out. I, I will there's no one on pushing that. them out. This is the worst or the longest reign. Take major titles out of it. The longest reign that yeah. we've seen. Of just a select few being on top, like the closest, not even close. The closest they can come to saying who might dethrone these guys is like Ben Zverev the last year, and the guy cannot win a <laughs> that, five, three out of five. That skips match. an entire generation. Like think about yeah. that. Like Zverev is twenty one. 
Everybody yeah. in their mid-20s were already giving up on them because they've had their chances. Yeah, Chilich is the only guy of that next Delpo, generation. You know yeah, Delpo, Delpo. Delpo. I love no, Delpo. Yeah. Delpo's that, the biggest what-if of this generation. We talked. There's yeah. probably a top 10 tennis what-if of all time is man or woman is if Delpo's wrist doesn't give out on him, what's his career trajectory? I would have to guess like four or five slams. Probably in that range. Yeah, at least three or something. Yeah. You know, like at, at Not least. like he wouldn't have been like on the Mount Rushmore, but yeah. But like, man, he's still really good, and now he's still like a top ten talent, and he's had he has no wrist. He you know what I mean? He has one one wrist slicing, and and like the guy still is like, well, I guess I got to retool my game. That and forehand figure like out a, a way to be top ten. That forehand's again. like a puncher. That's like a boxer. Like you don't oh, want to, yeah. you know, it's like a water. It's like an old caged up boxer where it's like, okay, the guy's old, he's beaten down, but don't let him get that right off because he'll yeah. knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, I love Delpo, man. He's my yeah. favorite guy on tour by far, and it's just that always breaks my heart a little bit that he had the, all those injuries and wasn't able to kind of see what his career could have been. He's still a guy in a big match where I'm never going to count him out. No. Like you know, he, he had some he had some issues and another injured guy. Like he was a little banged up and Burdich knocked him out. So yeah, um, tough draw there too. I mean, we're looking to see what happens. But as we wrap this up, guys, it's been a pleasure. Um, picks for the tournament. Who do we think is going to win it? Women's side first. I mean, Halp Kerber seems like the final, but it would be so cliche women's Grand Slam tennis if Mertens or Wazzy just had an easier path than won it. But what do you think, George? My pick is Halp. I think Halp gets her first one. Who's she playing in the final, you think, now? Uh, she plays Wazzy. Okay, and Halp gets her first. Yeah. It, it, she better. <laughs> she better. I she's want the, her to. I mean, yeah, she, she seems like a nice, nice, nice been, player. She's been kind of playing a little consistent lately. Like she's beating the players that she's supposed to be. Yeah. And you know, she's if well. if if Halla beats Kerber, and then loses to one of the other two, That's that what would she be did brutal. Last year in the French, when she beat Pliskov in the yeah. semis and lost to Ostapenko. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, and and had a she tough quarter. No, yeah, was, three three love in the second set, set and three love. Because like she, she's like a, a coin she's kind of love. she's a coin toss to beat Kerber. Yeah. Okay, so that one okay. okay if she yeah, loses, if she loses, it's not like that bad a loss. But if she gets there against Mertens or Wazi yeah. and loses, then that's going to be another like ah oh, can't win a big match, can't win the big match. What's wrong yeah, with Halep? But let's look at her Grand Slam. Okay, so look what even Mitch said. It's true. Last year in the French Open final, she was up a set and three love with a break point to go up four love to win yeah. the championship, and she blows it. And Ostapenko comes back. She's a teenager and had never won, been in a final. I think it was her first semi too. That was impressive though. Ostapenko won that's that a, match. That's too. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I mean, but that was a bad loss. That's a crazy how many. Yeah. Bad losses there are yeah. by great players. So that's why. That's if, your pick. If she, yeah, but Halep is my pick. I, I think she'll do it. Is she going yeah. with Halep too? Nah, I'm staying with Kerber, man. I picked Halep her before. Halep is an underdog tomorrow. A little one. A little one. Yeah, like one minus or plus one twenty five or fifteen. Yeah, Kerber's like one minus one thirty. It's roughly a coin. T- I'd say sixty forty. Yeah, well, but like if she good. loses it, it's not a surprise. You know, yeah. like it's not like oh no, Halep loses another one. Like it. So I would oh, yeah. say Kerber. Um, but yeah, her last. So look at her last. I was going to say with Hal, her Grand Slam performance last year. I'm trying to remember how she did in the Aussie. Can't think off the top of my head. But I think she lost early. French yeah. Open, Hal in the Aussie last year. Yeah, she always loses early. Like French Open, it was the Ostapenko thing. Wimbledon, she loses in the quarterfinals to Kanta, which is probably not a good loss to take. 
And then U.S. Open, she draws Maria in the first round, loses that match. And her reward for all of it is number one oh. year in ranking. <laughs> Which only 13 women have ever done, and Simona Halep is one of them. Yeah. That's so like three, three of them have been in the last eight years, uh, right? I'm going to say Kerber over Mertens just because I think Wazzy's going to blow it. I think we're going to be I think Kerber that. over Wazzy. Kerber over Wazzy, okay. I think. And the guy side? Fed just takes the first set of this match. He was yeah, Burdick's done now. Burdick's is done. Shout out to Burdick still for getting us some segments for the show. Yeah, thank but you. But I'm going to say <laughs> Fed so over uh, Chilich in the final. Fed over Chilich. Chilich will beat Edmund. More experienced yeah. player. I think he... Chung Fed will be fun, though, but I just don't see it. Not yet. Not. Yeah, you're right. Fed over Chilich. He gets revenge from 14 when he beat him at the Open. I think he already got revenge, though. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> no, he gets it again. This time he doesn't cry. Fed, Fed cries in the final. Uh. <clears throat> Mental breakdown, Fed. <laughs> <laughs> that is. You, that, those odds aren't even. Those odds aren't even out of the book. You can't even get those odds. Mental breakdown. Chilich is going to be up like 6 0, 2 0, and Fed's going to have to call his coach. He's going to have to call uh, Lubacic. He's going to come down, and Fed's going to be crying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fed's going to win, man. Fed's going to win just because, like, no yeah, one else is going to beat him. Yeah. Should have Chilich? Yeah. Yeah. And I think if Fed doesn't do it, then I think, I think Chung can. Chung would be the coolest story in tennis in a long time. <laughs> Winner win or lose. I mean, obviously, the, whoever wins each tournament is going to be the, the, the big winners are. But Chung is coming out of this tournament but as the next winner. This, like, he, he's the story of the tournament Chung for me. has more than a 20% chance, though. To win the whole thing. There's four guys left, so you got to figure it's like a quarter. I think it's something like that. I think he has like a probably about like I think he has a shot to be fed. He does. I worry, and even if he beats Fed, the Chilich match would scare me from just the Chilich's serve is on and he's pushing him around a little bit. I know he plays good D, but Chilich is cracking those ground strokes. Nobody's talking about Kyle Edmund, baby. <laughs> Who wants a Kyle Edmund champion? Way. And let's keep Come it that on. way. <laughs> Come on, bro. All right, guys. Pleasure. This was fun. No yeah, money. Cool. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> this is the last night of our uh, Australian Open coverage. Mm-hmm. Overnight schedule. Eating at 1 a.m. That's it. Yeah. Shout out to Alan Greenwood. Shout out. Thanks again, guys. Shout out Steve Weissman. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Appreciate you coming on the Money Mitch Effect. Big thanks to Brett Connors and George Spinozian for appearing on today's episode of the Money Mitch Effect. I'm very glad again to have all of you listening. Thanks to Tim Adams for supplying the beats and Brian Nelson for supplying the logo. If you like this show, share it. Tell a friend. Tell anybody you know. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. I'm on Twitter, MoneyMitchM21. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Hope you enjoy the tennis. We'll be back next week to discuss all the stories in sports. You're not going to want to miss it. Got a couple interviews. And shout out to the Eagles and the Patriots for making the Super Bowl. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Until next time, please keep enjoying sports.